Simple, let's go. A sheer hike. Maybe if I ever start falling asleep, just say like, hi. Hi. Sveiki, come. Sveiki, pull over a chair right next to me. Sveiki, more. Wow. Pills, let's go. My Okay. For this, I'm I just imagine how he says it sounds like I don't know. Okay. What do you think? Okay, we're gonna do <clears throat> We're gonna take a little tour through the beer through the morning prayers, the early, early morning prayers. I wanna hide. So we're gonna start on page two, all the way at the beginning of the prayer book. Page two. There are no earlier prayers than this. Page two. The first, <clears throat> the first words that a Jew says. I always like this. The first words a Jew says every morning. We start our day. It's the first words we express. We haven't even said anything yet. Did you ever notice? Let's be honest. You know, it's it's getting warm outside and. The ice, the snow is melting. When a guy chas v'shom slips on the ice, you take the hard tumble on the ice. I just went skiing and I had one major fall. You fall down and you're not sure how many bones chas v'shom are broken. You're not sure if you're still in this world or the next. What is the first thing that you do when, you, when a person falls down? Absolute everybody and the first thing you do when you fall down. Look to see if anyone saw it. Look to see if 100%. Come on! You, the first thing you do is you look around to see if anybody saw it. I'm always fascinated by that. You don't even know if your bones are okay. You're not even. You don't even assess the pain yet. Thing number two is you assess the pain before you even decide are you in pain and how much pain and do you need the ambulance hatsala. David Rosenthal, what you need, the first thing you do is you look around to see if anybody saw. It's just fascinating that our covered matters so much. And every, I ne- if a guy here says he's not that way, stand up now. Tell me who you are. I've never met a person. You, could, you might be that guy. So I don't look around. Is, could a guy say that he fell and he doesn't look? He never fell in his You don't look around. Wow. Okay, Shmuel's the guy. He's secure. He's secure. Shmuel says he doesn't look. I believe that. A guy who runs, t- spreads tire to so many. He's secure enough. He doesn't look around. Most people, when they fall, 99.9 people, when they fall, they look around. <coughs> the kids are that a yid. The first thing, Avila, we do during the day, the very first thing is maida. Thank you. You don't even say ani. You don't say ani maida. The guy didn't even feel himself yet. His eyes wake up in the morning. You know, you're just like oh, Kalish. Like you're just like re- reintroduce yourself to yourself. Okay, Lish, like, you find that before you even say Ani, you think you say Ani Maida, I thank. You don't say Maida Ani, thank I. You don't even say Ani yet, the first word we say every day is thanks. 
That's what we're born for, Chavra. We say thank you. I love that the first one, Maida. Thank you. I didn't, I didn't even say Ani. I don't even know Mani yet. I didn't even feel myself. Before I'm in touch with myself, I say thanks. That's a Yid. That's a Yid. Maida Ani Lefanecha. So I thank you, Hashem. Melechai Bekayim. Shechzarta Binishmasi. That you return my Nishama Bechemla. What does the word Chemla mean, Chavra? What does Chemla mean? Passion. With mercy. <laughs> now I ask you, with mercy, I ask you a question, so why doesn't it say Berachamim? In Lashen Kodesh, everything is precise. Exact. If there are four ways of saying the same thing, then they don't mean the same thing, because then they'd be the same word. Why isn't it saying, Thank you, Hashem. You gave me back my neshama. Berachamim, with mercy. What's the difference in chemla and rachamim? They both mean mercy. What is the difference in chemla and rachamim, Hevra? Mercy and mercy. <coughs> Binyamin, you want to take a stab? Wow. Wow. Rachman, you could pity somebody. Binyamin says Chemla is not a pity. You, you don't pity somebody. There's like a love to it. Nice hug. Nice hug, The Gras says that Chemla is mashma, that you didn't really deserve it. Chemla specifically means when you, maybe not, no, I'm going to have. Chemla is to have pity when it's not really deserved, undeserved pity. That's the specific, that's the gross says the word chemla means. Shechzarte bin Ishmasi, not just rachmim, chemla. Chemla is maybe not, no, you know what? You know what? In English, I'm going to use the word to exonerate, will be the word of the day, to exonerate. What does it mean to exonerate? It's like to pardon. Chemla is when you really don't deserve it, but you know what? Why are we saying that Hashem returned my Nisham, I don't deserve it, but it's chemla? Because. I haven't exactly maybe done the best job yesterday and the day before and the day before with the neshama Hashem gave me. He gives me a neshama which is a massive atomic power to do good. I don't know if I lived up to it the past few days. Could you imagine a guy borrows your car? He borrows your car and he gets into a fender bender. Okay, so you say, you know what, wasn't that happens to anybody. So you give it to him day number two, he says, I borrow your car. He says, sure, you know, fender bender can happen to anybody. Day number two, he swipes your mirror off. <laughs> My wife and I were headed to Boston Airport and we, we were going to miss our flight. It was clear, we were like right before the flight. So my wife was looking for a company that can meet us at the gate and just take the car. If we parked it, we missed the flight. So she called, the airport company wasn't service, in service, it was a little snowing on the ground. The bottom line is she found some company that can meet you at the airport and park your car. When I came back, the right mirror was <laughs> off, the right driver's side mirror was off. The guy said it like slipped off, the thing was broken off, he got, and the tire was punctured. He got into some accident again. <coughs> he smashed up, then there was a couple of smashes that weren't there before he got into an accent. I don't know where he was driving my car. He, I guess he's not used to getting such fancy cars. And he must have like, I don't know when he drove around, but he got in, he took off the right front. So day number two, you lend that guy the car. The front, he says the right mirror fell off. He told me it fell off. <laughs> the bottom line is, is that a guy smashes your car day number two. It's can I borrow the car day number three? Like, okay, it happens. Two days, you know. A guy fender bender, the right front mirror, you lend it to day number three, and he gets into a little more severe accident. 
And then he wants to borrow with day number four again. That's us and Hashem. Bichemla, you have such, you keep giving back my neshama. I'm not sure yesterday I proved that, that it was the smartest investment or the safest place to put it. But you keep returning it to me. That's chemla. Chemla is even though I might not deserve it. And there might be good reasons that you wouldn't want to return it to me, but you keep giving it back. Thank you, Hashem. Thank you. Rabbe Munasecha, very important word. What is Rabbe Munasecha? Great is your faith. Now, there's two pshatim, simple pshatim, Rabbe Munasecha. Either great is your reliability. Your emuna means you're somebody we can trust in. So you're, I would translate great as you're, rely, you're so reliable, Hashem. You're so reliable, Hashem. You know, there are many things. The Wizard of Oz is one of the greatest pieces of literature ever written because it's the story of all our lives. The Wizard of Oz, if you didn't see the movie or read the book, is these people trust this wizard who turns out to have no kayach. It's the story of all our lives, all the people, great Uncle Billy, Grandma Sue, all the people that, uh, that we rely on. I always laugh in camp if you have a rich kid in your bunk. So people are very nice. They're already visualizing marrying this guy's sister. For sure this guy's father is hiring you and you're going to run his company for him. You're already like a thinking how you're spending your salary that you're going to get for working for him. People have all these grand plans of all the people that are going to save their lives. But it's all nonsense. Don't trust people. Then Adam Shainley Sishua, people don't have the power of sal- salvation. Trust Hashem, Rabbi Say. The first Taluka, we'll get to that later. But Rabbi Munasecha, great is your reliability. When you trust in Hashem, it always ends up well. Great is your reliability. All the things we trust that really have no power. And really, we might think this is... You know what? Turn to the first Taluka, Hever. We're going to go back. We're in the middle of Maidani. Turn to the first Taluka. It's on... We're hiking. We're hiking today. It's on page 28. Page 28, Hever. This is a fun hike. Al-Tiftichu, the first Taluka. We're in the middle. Tilim Kufmem Vav. Al-Tiftichu Bindivim. Don't trust givers. Beven Adam, a human being, Shein Yeshua, who doesn't have the power of salvation. Teitzei Ruchoi, the day he dies, Yashuv Lad Masa, he goes back to the earth. Bayoyimahu, on that day, Avdu Eshtoinoisov, all his plans are lost. Eshtoinoisov means plans. Avdu Eshtoinoisov, his plans are lost. Ashrei! Lucky is the man Shekel Yaakov Be'ezret, the God of Yaakov Inu, is his savior. Lucky is the person who trusts Hashem. Sivroi, his hopes, al Hashem Eloikov. Somebody has to write a song in those words. Ashrei Shekel Yaakov Be'ezret. Fortune is the person that the God of Yaakov is his savior. Sivroi, his hopes, al Hashem Eloikov, is Hashem is God. Lucky is the person who hopes Hashem. He talks to Hashem. That's where he pins his hopes. When you pin your hope to Hashem, he's so reliable. You never end up with egg on your face. You trust in all different things. Ooh, it doesn't always end up. Do you know, we're coming towards the holiday of Purim. And we read a beautiful Megillah. And do you know why we read the Megillah? So you could have many theories. You know, you go to 10 speeches on Pesach and you like 11 pshatim in Pesach. It's almost annoying. This is Yantiv of Pesach. Then somebody, another speaker says, this is the Yantiv. I said, this is, it's like, it's almost upsetting. 
Everybody's saying a dip, so what is Pesach? I can't figure it out. The Megillah, nobody has a right to tell you the purpose, because the problem is the Ansheikh Nesakdoila, who Misakin to write the Megillah, say Lahoidia. The entire purpose of the Megillah, Lahoidia. They wrote it, Ansheikh Nesakdoila, the very ones who told us to read the Megillah. So no Joe Schmo could say, the Megillah, the purpose? Be quiet, Chazal told us. Lahoidia, Shekol Kaivecha Loyevashu. All those who hope to Hashem never get embarrassed. A lot of other things you trust in, you end up with egg on your face. It's very embarrassing. You trusted in that, really? That you pinned all your faith? That kid's father is the one who's giving you the job and bailing you out. Right? That kid? <laughs> the kid you flattered up to because his father's rich and he's going to solve all your financial problems? That's, the, that's it? <laughs> there was a very wealthy yid in Waterbury. The night before he left our city, he asked me to come to him for a meeting. He described to me how people flatter him. It's hilarious. His perspective of seeing people flatter him, as if like he's going to be the answer to all their woes. You know, a lot of things you trust and you end up with egg on your face when it doesn't come through. When it turns out it doesn't have the power you thought it has. There's one person, there's one being you trust, you never end up with egg on your face. That's the purpose of the Megillah. To let us know, all those that hope to Hashem, all those that hope to Hashem, you never get disgraced. You'll never end up with egg on your face when you trust in Hashem. Does he always say yes to your request? No, because sometimes it's better you get a no. But you never booshed out. You relied on that. You relied on the exact one to rely on. And you have a relationship with him. It always comes up well. It always, there are all different people in your life you'll try to pursue a relationship with. And often, I've seen it. I've seen a guy run after a girl. My money gives up years, important years. A guy can give up his whole 12th grade, a chance for growth, attorneys running after. Five years, I've met people afterwards. They're embarrassed out of it. For that, I gave up. For this, for that pursuit, I gave up. Something that would have changed my life. The guy runs after substances and he gives up. For that, you gave up growth and development. Your kids would have been better off, your grandchildren. For that, there are a lot of things that we give up so much. The relationship to Hashem is one that will never be embarrassed. We'll never, I've never met a person who said, I pursued a relationship to God and for that I gave up. I never. All those who hope to Hashem. Who are working on that relationship, you never end up with egg on their face. That's the purpose of the Megillah. Nobody could say otherwise, because the ones who are in the socket to say it, tell us that's the purpose of the Megillah. That's Rabbi Munasecha, great is your reliability. You're so reliable, Hashem. There's so many people, people try to get in with what's so not reliable. Rabbi Munasecha, great is your Amuna, you're reliable. That's one pshat, but there's another pshat. Both equally simple pshat. Rabbi Munasecha means great is your trust of us. Great is your faith in us. God believes in us. Every morning you say, Moidani, thank you, Hashem, you gave me back my neshama b'chemla. I might not have lived up, but you still you trust in me. I want to say, Billy, it makes me crazy when parents quickly take away, you're going to have to, son, I've lost my trust and you have to earn it back. I don't agree with parents at all like that. No, you don't. I trust you still. What do you mean? The kid? I remember a parent that a kid, I'm not condoning. Don't you ever touch your parents' car? You're putting your life in danger and others. Don't ever touch your parents' car. It's Geneva. 
But I remember a guy stole his parents' car, and it was, and he crashed it, of course, and it was Tisha Bob in the house. The parents, like, will never look at our son to sell him. The guy today is a wonderful Bentaira. It was like, when they called me, I was laughing, literally laughing. Come on, guys. Come on, guys. You stole your car, deal with it. So you, and he crashed. Uh, don't you dare touch your parents' car. It's wrong. I'm not condoning. But I am saying that don't easily lose trust in somebody. Be like Hashem. You're not like Hashem when you quickly lose trust. You want me to still trust him? Yeah, 100%. What do you mean? He did this, this. So trust him the next this time. He won't do that. The guy only stops being trustworthy when he lost your trust. If you would keep trusting him, then he would stay trustworthy. <laughs> if you would keep trusting, Benny, you hear me? If you keep trusting your kid, he stays trustworthy. It's only when, son, you're going to have to earn back my trust. That's nonsense. Now, if you're using, if you're judging your mama or your tata right now, shame on you. I'm not talking about to judge. I'm talking about for yourself one day. You're going to have your kids. Trust them and trust them and trust them somewhere. It should be hard to lose your trust. You hear me? Because that's the way Hashem is. Be like Hashem. By Hashem, Rabbi Munasecha, great is your faith in me. I still believe in you. I still believe in you. A Bacher brilliantly, one of the most brilliant speeches in Yeshiva. And if I say that a lot, there have been a lot of brilliant speeches. But in the pantheon of brilliant speeches, this gets there. We're a place of the word. A yeshiva is a place. The spoken word is important. And there have been brilliant speeches said in this yeshiva by guys. And a guy brilliantly, the last night of the year, a guy said something so profound. He said with Rabbi Russ that every night he would tell me, I'll see you by Shachris. He said for three months, I thought the guy is a nut. He's a little crazy. He's Nishka normal man. She's not a normal person. He would say, yes, sure, I'll see you, Rabbi, I'll see you. I don't come to Shachris. Does he chap? I don't do Shachris. For like three months, there was some nusach of I'll see you tomorrow morning by Shachris. Such a nusach, such an exchange. He said, I thought he's a crazy guy. He's a shtickle crazy, just a stupid guy. I don't do Shachris. He said after three months, I started chapping. I started chapping after three months that he's saying, I'm confident you're going to do Shachris. That's amazing. You're going to do Shachris. Maybe tomorrow, maybe not tomorrow, so there'll be a tomorrow you'll do it. There's going to be a today you're at Shachris. He said he chapped what he was saying. I'm very into parents who ask me, what should I do? My teenage son will get up Shachris. First of all, your teenage son decides. If he goes to Shachris, it's his choice, not yours. He's a teenager, he has to decide. But I'm very into a token wake-up. Shabbos, it's, eight, it's time for Shachris. That's a good token wake-up. What's the purpose of the token wake-up? Is I, I trust that you're going to be a davener. I trust that you're going to be a davener. Rabbi, when I say, great is your faith. Hashem has faith in us. Tremendous faith. Tremendous faith. Rabbi Munasecha. Great is your belief in us. The Bayerlin believes in us. We got back our Neshama today. And great is his faith in us. Rabbi Munasecha. Great is your faith in me. Your belief in my ability to make the right choices, to utilize a precious Neshama. That ability, Rabbi Munasecha. Great is your faith, Hashem. What a belief in us. What a belief in me. Great is your faith. Could you imagine a Yid Rabbi say, we're saying words. I'm being honest. Is it easy to tap in to feel this way? No. Could you imagine a yid who lives real? We're saying the words. I want the words are potential, a possibility. Could you imagine a yid who taka feels this way? Maidani, the first thing he says before Ani is Maida, he's a thanker. 
And he says, Hashem, Rabbi Munasecha, great is your faith. Great is your faith. What a faith you have in me. What a belief. He feels it. There's a real person. He senses, Hashem, you have such faith in me, such belief. It's possible. It's possible. If we want a window into G'daylem, great people. Great people don't do weird things. You see a great person, you don't do, they just mean the things we all say. They don't do weird things and have to do strange things and have to stick out in unusual ways. That's not great people. Just the things you and I always say, they mean it. If you want a window into an Adam Gado, Rabbi Munasecha, they wake up in the morning, they say, Hashem, you have faith in me. And they mean it. That's a chance, opportunity we have to try to say the words that we say, that Anshay Knesset were Misakin, and to try to think them and try to feel them and try to live them. That's a possibility we have. And maybe some days we can really feel that. Rabbi Munasach, wow. Hashem, your faith is great. Quite a lot of faith in me you have. Great is your faith. So that is the first Maidani. If the guys can fast, it can move forward. Tasha Yatzar. Yeah, to page seven. Page seven. I'm going to first do, Moyo, I'm going to tell you Pshat from Abchaim Velazhin. A bracha on a mitzvah, Moyo, is very important. Bini, a bracha on a mitzvah is extremely important. A bracha on a mitzvah. So I want to speak about the bracha, the first bracha we say every day, Al Natilas Yadaim. The first bracha we say daily, we wash our hands three times each, and we make al-natilas yadayim. And I want to say, I want to ask you a question on a bracha. Listen to a subtlety. This bothered me for years, and I sort of, Chaim Belajan says, Pshat, I want to share with you the pshat that he says. I want to share with you the pshat that he says, but listen to this, listen to the words. I want to tell you why this pshat is so important to me. This pshat, Menachem Kalish, is crazy important to me. Listen to this pshat. Every brach on a mitzvah has the following oddity. Tell me if you notice this, but listen, so, Avi, listen subtly. We're going to become deeper people. We just talk and talk. We don't listen to what we're saying. Blessed are you, Hashem. Baruch Hashem, Blessed are you, Hashem, the King of the Universe. There's a lot to talk about those words, but I want to get to the following words. Asher kiddushanu b'mitzvaysev. You gave me kiddusha with your mitzvahs. Mitzvahs give a person kiddusha. What is kiddusha? That's a conversation for itself. What's kiddusha? Kiddusha is a hard word. I'm kaddish. Holy. What's kiddusha? What is it? Kiddusha means dveikus, to be connected. That's a, I'm quoting from Chaim Belazhin. Kedusha means Devekas. You're a connected person. You ever met a person who's just disconnected? You, you see, a young Bacher walks around, he feels unbelievably disconnected. Disconnected to friends, disconnected to circumstances. He sits in a shear, he's disconnected. He just, there's no connection. He's just, he's trying to like connect to something. To, to, he doesn't even know where to put himself sometimes. I move myself here, I put myself here, I bring myself to the gym. He's disconnected. He doesn't feel mm, there's something missing. There's something, uh, there's a loneliness, if you will. Uh, there's something on the other side I'm supposed to be part of, I'm supposed to be with. That's, he's lacking Kedusha. Kedusha is a connection to Hashem. It may look as a connection to other human beings. When you're connected, you're connected. Kedusha. Mitzvah is cause Kedusha. Kedusha means dveikus, connection. 
You have a relationship with Hashem. You're loyal. You keep Hashem's commands. The power of mitzvahs, I do Hashem's chiyuvim. It creates a connected person, Kedusha. You see a person of Kedusha, a holy person is connected. He's well connected. That's, that's Kedusha. So you say, Asher Kedushanu B'Mitzvaisav. Mitzvais give me Kedusha. Hashem's command and following Hashem's command gives me Kedusha. Now watch this. Vitzivanu, and he commanded me, Al Natilas Yadayim. Natila literally means to raise the hands, it means to wash the hands. Al Natilas Yadayim, Hashem commanded me to wash my hands. Avi, there's something so strange going on. Blessed are you, Hashem, who gives me Kedusha through his mitzvahs, and you commanded me to wash my hands. For some reason, we're talking like this. And what do we mean? And now that I wash my hands, I get Kedusha through it. L'chayr, I'm thanking. I said, Hashem, you brought me Kedusha through mitzvahs, and you commanded me this, and thus I get Kedusha from this mitzvah. Why are we leaving it to a, to a deik? Why don't we say it? The logical thing would be, blessed are you, Hashem, who commands and is Mekadosh me through mitzvahs. Asher, we should say, Baruch Ato Hashem, Akelem Ocheilam, Asher Tzivanu V'Kedushanu B'Netilas Yadayim. Does Netilas Yadayim give me Kedusha? Yeah, that's what I want to say. What am I trying to say? I'm not, when I'm doing this mitzvah, so I say, Hashem, mitzvahs give me Kedusha, and you commanded me this, and thus gave me Kedusha Why through this. Why am I saying a generality? In a general sense, mitzvahs give me Kedusha, and you commanded me this. And speak out, and this gives me Kedusha. Even if you wanted to say a general thing, bless you, Hashem, for some reason I want to say generally, mitzvahs gives me Kedusha. Okay. And then you commanded and gave me Kedusha through this. Why don't we speak out the Kedusha that this mitzvah gives me? We say, mitzvahs give me Kedusha and you commanded me this. I always like, I confuse, and I mean to say, and this gives me Kedusha? I always like, I'm, we're talking so like Remesdik, so we're like speaking so like vague. Mitzvahs get me connected and you commanded me this. And this gets me connected. <laughs> I'm always not sure what I'm saying. I always get confused. Mitzvahs give me Kedusha, and you commanded me this. And I get Kedusha from this, right? I just want to make sure. Like, L'chayr, <laughs> that's what we mean, so why don't we say it? Even if you wanted to say generalization, so then we should say, Asher Kedushan Mitzvahisav, V'tzivanu V'kedushanu V'netilas Yadayim. And you commanded and gave me Kedusha, so say that. That's more words. Fine, but but why are we leaving it, why do we leave it to it, like to a diuk? Say what we mean, mean what we say. Or just leave out the word V'tzivanu, is that what I'm saying? Yeah, but yeah, you command, you give us Kedusha, thank you Hashem for bringing us, I'm not trying to force a question, if you don't agree with my question, please speak up. I'm just trying to understand. We say, thank you Hashem that you're Mekadosh us with mitzvahs and you commanded me this. And it gives me Kedusha, right? It doesn't say and it gives me Kedusha. That's what we mean. Thank you Hashem that you Mekadosh us with mitzvahs and you commanded me this and thus I get Kedusha. For some reason we leave that to a dick. We leave that unspoken. I always had trouble reading a bracha on a mitzvah. Always. Every mitzvah, fill in the blank. 
Remember, this is in the Tilas Yadayim. It's the first time we say it. Fill in Lesate Fatsitzis. Baruch Hashem. Again, thank you, Hashem, that you gave us Kedusha Mitzvahs and you commanded me this. Do I get Kedusha from this? Uh, and I, of course, then I get Kedusha. Because Mitzvahs get. But for some reason, we don't speak that out. For years, Rafael, I was like stuck on this. Is it a reasonable question? Is that reasonable? Every mitzvah you say, every mitzvah, he'll like this. Every mitzvah you say, fill in the blank. This is the Tiyasidaim, is the first one. Every mitzvah you say, Laniach Tfilin. Laniach Tfilin. You say, Blessed are you, Hashem. Asher Kedishanu be mitzvahisav. You're Mikadishas with your mitzvahis. You're Mikadishas with your mitzvahis. Asher Kedishanu be mitzvahisav. Mitzvahs give me Kedusha. And you commanded me to put on Tfilin. And what do I mean? And it gives me Kedusha. I started the introduction. Blessed are you Hashem who give me Kedusha through mitzvahs and you command me this. So what do I mean? And therefore I get Kedusha from this. That was the introduction I gave. I shared the of So why don't you speak out? I would say you give me Kedusha through mitzvahs and you command me this and thus I get Kedusha through it. Speak out. We never speak out that this mitzvah gives me Kedusha. You notice that? What you should have said, the two things, what should have said that two things it could have said. I don't mind that you talk about general. What it should have said is, Say general, you give me mitzvahs, give kedusha. And you, thank you, and you gave me kedusha with this mitzvah. Or, if you don't want to, don't say general. Say, Baruch Atah Hashem, L'kenem Al-Chaylam, Asher Kedushanu V'tzifanu V'netilas Yadayim. Just talk about what this does. You mitzvah and gave me Kedusha in this mitzvah. I don't mind if you want to say a generalization. I mind that it says a generalization, then it says specific, you command this mitzvah, and doesn't speak out, and I got Kedusha from this mitzvah. It just leaves that to a deal. Shloim Agorin, you like this kasha? I want you to hear the kasha. I need you to hear the kasha. Moyo, question or not a question, Moyo? Moyo, do you ask him to the question or not? You don't have to agree to it. What? It's like cumbersome. It's pasha klutzi. The way we say it in a literal sense is klutzi. I have no agenda for this. It, my answer is not my agenda. I don't know. It's To me, it's a very cum. It's like klutzi. Thank you, Hashem, that mitzvahs give me kedusha, and you commanded me this. Are we saying this gave me kedusha? Shlomo, I say mitzvahs give me kedusha. Kedusha's connection to Hashem. Mitzvahs give me kedusha, and you commanded me this. Did this mitzvah give me kedusha? So why don't I say that? I say mitzvahs give me kedusha, and you commanded me this. L'chayri, that's what I mean to say. And then by doing this, I get Kedusha. But I just don't say that. Says Reb Chaim Belajan. So for years, I was stuck on this, Yitzhak. You the Kasha? Benny says Reb Chaim Belajan that when we say Asher Kedushanu B'mitzvah the Kedusha does not come when you do the Mitzvah. 
You'll hear why I'm excited by this. And clearly, Reb Chaim Velazhin doesn't ask this as a kasha. He says this as a statement, but he fits it into the, but he puts it in the words. Reb Chaim Velazhin knew what's going on up there. He says that the doing the action does not bring the ketusha. Putting on the tefillin, the decision to do the rats and Hashem brings you the ketusha. Asher Kedishonu B'mitzvah means my general decision to do his mitzvah gives me Kedusha. In matter of fact, he says that what gives you the Kayach to finish the deed is because you had Kedusha already. He says when a guy decides to do a mitzvah is infused with Kedusha and it gives you power to actually finish the mitzvah. What allows you to complete the task is you're filled with Kedusha ready when you decided to do it. So Asher Kedushanu B'mitzvah what gives me Kedusha is not the specific washing my hands. It's not the specific act I did. What gives me the Kedusha is Mitzvah is the fact I decided to do your command, the loyalty. So it's not the specific act. The Kedusha allows me to do the specific act. Asher Kedushanu B'mitzvah I've been infused with Kedusha when I decide to do your mitzvah. And now I have the kayak to complete the tzivana, what you commanded me to wash my hands. What? Because Kedusha makes you connected to Hashem. You're a much more powerful person. That's what Chaim Velazhin speaks out. You're not saying that the washing your hands gives you Kedusha. What gives you Kedusha is mitzvah is the decision to do, to be loyal. And when you go watch, wash your hands, you've decided to be loyal to Hashem. You're infused with a power that actually helps you then wash your hands. So Chaim Velazhin writes this. You have the kayak to be gamer. What gives the kedusha is not the act. The act does things for you. It doesn't. What gives you kedusha is the decision to loyally serve Hashem. I don't know. We all think washing is so easy. Who needs a kayak? I don't know. It gives you some ability, some unbelievable ability. Your decision to do the mitzvah gives you a kayak that gives you kedusha. It's not the physical act, it's the decision to do the mitzvah. Rav Chaim Belazhin writes this. The reason I love this, the reason I love this, if I had to say top ten ideas of this yeshiva, top ten, maybe top two or three, is the decision to decide to do things. There's so often we become people of rote. One of the things I love about prayers and water bears, every guy at Shachar decided to come to Shachar. Not his Rebbe forced him, not his grandmother forced him, not his, not his gr- grandfather forced him. Every guy decided to come. There's a year the family's very, very close to his name's Dr. Eilenberg, a big tzaddik. He always asks, you want to, it's true, he always asks, you like, why are you in Kailu? He wants a guy to say, I decided. I made a decision to learn Torah. Not this is just, I went through, you know, I was born and my, my family, this is somehow, I was pushed. I told you a mice last year with Usher, I had, with Usher Morris. I had a recently a story. I had this story recently with Yaakov, with our Yaakov Weinstein. I want to tell Yankov, I want you, Moya, I want you, there's a true story. Usher Morris, Yankov, listen to this story. Usher Morris, Abby, listen to this story. Usher Morris is from the biggest <laughs> gems who ever went through this yeshiva, a gem of a person. One of the last, late in the year, Usher Morris tells me, Rebbe, I have a job opportunity. I'm thinking of going to work next year. I'll make X number of dollars, and I'm thinking of going to work next year. And I was devastated. 
You're not going to learn Torah. You're not going to learn Torah. Every good guy in the yeshiva goes to Eretz Yisrael after. You're a guy. Go to Torah. Chaim, Imre, Fisher. You're a guy. You're a Fisher. You're a guy. Go learn Torah. He's a starkey. Who even like? What are you doing? I couldn't understand what's he doing. And he was serious. He meant it. I was very devastated at first. We went on a walk in Durham to places no from Jew has ever been before or after. Even David Rosenthal never hiked there. Not when we went there. Maybe by now. No, I'm serious. We hiked place I can describe to you where we went. Beautiful forest. Gorgeous. And we hiked and hiked. And at first I was upset. Here's a guy steiging and it's not pushing. You're going to learn after. Maybe I'll go to work. And it hit me. I promise you. It hit me in the middle of our conversation. Kalish. Everything you want, you want a guy to choose. He's thinking what I should do. He doesn't want to go because the other guy went. He wants to go because he decided to go. He doesn't want to go because there weren't options. I'm thrilled he had a job. He is learning today and he gave up a job. I don't want a guy here because a Rebbe, a Rebbe said to Bachman Eretz Yisrael, listen to my shir, I could have been a doctor. It bothered me a lot. He looked at it like he could have been a doctor. Every other Rebbe like is stuck in this. I wasn't stuck. That's tragic. Any Rebbe who feels that way should quit the next day. That day, not the next day. You did this because you're stuck in this? This is like just like the rabbi thing happened. Do it because you chose and, t- and choose every day. And the day you don't choose, do something else. The day you don't, I may coach the Hus, the Yukon's not doing well these days. I may coach Division One. I'm thinking about it. Today I decided to come learn with Eileen. Today we're learning Torah. Today we're learning Torah. We'll see tomorrow's decision. Decide to do what you do. Decide to do what you do. You do a mitzvah. The ktush is the decision to do the mitzvah. Make sure to decide to do the mitzvah. Certainly, certainly, Rabbi Saint. By every mitzvah, every mitzvah. The mitzvah brings a ktusha. The decision to do the mitzvah brings a ktusha. Decide to do the mitzvah. You're about to do Nitias Yadayim, decide I'm going to do loyal. I'm going to do what Hashem command me. Could you imagine a rich man who's going. When's the last time you decided? I didn't ask when's the last time you did Nitias Yadayim. When's the last time you decided to do Nitias Yadayim? You know what I'm asking you? Not when's the last time you did Nitias Yadayim. That was probably this morning. When did the last time you decide to do Nitias Yadayim? I am doing the loyalty, loyalty, the command of Hashem. I was Mitzvah. That brings you Kedusha. Asher Kedushanu b'mitzvaysav. The general loyalty to his mitzvahs infuses you with a Kedusha. Decide to wash the Sadaim and then you know what you should do? And then wash your hands with that strength of somebody who decided to do mitzvah Hashem. Choose to do, Rabbi Say. Choose. Make decisions. Don't live by rote. People are just on autopilot. Wash their hands, but don't decide. Do they still get the Kedusha? I don't give out Kedusha. Top Tashem. But Hashem Kedushanu B'Mitzvah means the decision to do my mitzvah infuses you with Kedusha. That's the translation. Reb Chaim Velazhen says the words are much better. We are not saying we got Kedusha from Hashem. Do we get Kedusha? Probably yes, you do. But that's not what we're saying. We're saying that the decision to do the mitzvah has given me Kedusha. Reb Chaim Velazhen does say when you do the mitzvah, you get more Kedusha. We don't speak about that. I don't know. That's not what we were trying to say. 
in the awkward lashon we were saying, we were saying that this decision to do the mitzvah has infused me with kedusha and allows me to follow through on your tzivoy of nitilas yadayim, of laniach tefillin, of lasate patitzis. Decide to put on tefillin. When's the last time you decided to wear tzitzis, Chevron? Decide, I'm doing loyally to Tzivu Yashem and then put it on. And when you make that decision, you have, you're full of Kedusha. Decide to do the Tzivu Yashem. I'm doing the Tzivu Yashem. That's what it means to decide. I'm doing the Tzivu Yashem. You put on socks too, but you put on the Tzitzis different. I'm just doing the Tzivu Yashem. Put on the Tzitzis. Correct. Somebody else. What? I don't understand what The decision to do your mitzvah has infused me with Kedusha and allows me to follow through on that which you commanded. Al Matthias Yadayim. Yes. And it allows me now. This is what the Chaim Alashim Taichi said. Mitzivanu. And now I, the command that you commanded, I have the prayer to fulfill. Al Matthias Yadayim. That's what the Chaim Alashim translates the words. <coughs> to continue our hike. What? So, Chevra, Chevra, like this. Rev Geisler Schlitt is going to be here in 10 minutes. So, what I'm going to ask is the times. I don't trust the times. Not his times. People, we don't, we'll see. The Emmis? Until he's here? Right, but till he comes, till the, let's start Shiurim at twelve and five minutes Gemara Shiurim. But I'm asking when he comes, all the Gemara Shiurim to come together here. Rev Geisler will speak to the Olam. He's a yid of fire. He's a fire. He's, I'll tell you the Nakuda that gets me. I don't want to say it in front of him. It comes out as flattery. The Nakuda that blows me away with that man. This is honest. This is the Nakuda. Most people, young people are idealistic and, and are very willing to grow, change, develop. People get older, they lose the fire. They, they get a certain place and that's the way they are. Even good people, great people, Hashimah people, Darshanim, Rebbeim, but, but they're frozen at a certain place. They're, they're there, you know. This man grows, he's like, he's literally like a 15-year-old. His Aliyah, he's Mechabal from Rebbeim, he has Rebbeim different Yidin in Eretz Yisrael, that he sits by like a Talmud B'fnei Rabbi. And the youngness of this man is like, he's become one of my best friends in the world. He's a youngster. I like being around youngsters. Youngsters are fresh. He's young and fresh. He's much younger than anybody. I don't know a guy in the shears as young as him. Not one. He's young. You know that guy who's just open Talia? If you watch, if you see the magic, we're in a magical phase of the yeshiva. Guys are open Talia. If you want to assess Hillel Storch, the man is open. His soul is open, I promise you. His soul is open. He's open. Aliyah's like, he's open. You see people close up, like the hole closes up. I'm not, I'm not available for Aliyah. <laughs> this man is open like a youngster. Such a Ben Aliyah, grown person. Listen when he speaks, hear what he says. The man is passionate and he's a grown person. Got a Gemara Shiyam,